0: hello hello hi you sound weird what do you mean i
1: don't know you sound weird
0: can you hear my fan going
1: i heard something like a monkey jumping on a bed like this no
0: oh because i'm sitting on my bed
1: oh i see <laughs> Everyone, that was my cue to turn the music down, huh? <laughs> it is, uh, it is, it is Tony Guerrero joining you on this Monday, uh, July eighteenth. Uh, I think it's eighteenth, and uh, Matt Elfring's here.
0: Were you going um, bum 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 during the intro?
1: Never. What are you talking <laughs> about? What are you talking about? The music's playing. It's pre-recorded. It's not live. Uh huh. It's not Memorex.
0: Ooh, I'm getting an echo. Gross.
1: You're an echo. Echo's dead, but she's. Isn't she? Wasn't she supposed to come back in comics? But she was yeah, dead? Whatever.
0: What's a real de- big delay? Oh, it's gross. I hate it.
1: Maybe it's because you're using a different Skype ad- account.
0: No, it has nothing to do with that. It's You ruined
1: it. So uh, we're going to talk comics as long as we can.
0: <laughs> well, people work on my bathroom. I have no bathroom in my house right now.
1: You just used to go behind a shed. I
0: actually. What? I did.
1: Fade it out for a sec there.
0: I'm gonna turn this fan off.
1: Maybe that's a problem. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. What? Let's
0: see if we can reach it. Jeez.
1: Oh, you can't reach it. You couldn't turn the fan off last time. You're like trying to throw things hey, at it, or something. It is. You know what it is? What? It is. Comic Con week. That means things are just like crazy. I. Oh, man. I cannot tell you how much time I spent on emails and phone calls and, and crying in the corner and (laughs) how much crying? Uh, Not that much, but yeah, so comic con we, we, we head down tomorrow. So this is gonna be a crazy week for people that are normal, you know, to visit our site normally or whatever and stuff like that. Like I, I believe essential comics is not going to happen. No. Oh, and like best stuff in comics may not happen next week because we're gonna. I I may be stupid and and try to make it happen, but I don't know. Like awesome art is probably not gonna happen. It's this is the, the, just the craziest craziest time. It, it's yeah. it's weird because we've done. Well, I, I guess this is the longest con we do because we we Emerald City was was four days this time, right? Yes, it was. But now with, with San Diego, you know, technically it's five days because you got preview night. And then we go early just to get ready for Wednesday appointments and all this. And
0: just, <laughs> We go early so we can enjoy San Diego for at least a few hours without becoming
1: apocalypse. It's great. But see, I am started freaking out this morning because I remember last year I, I get to the airport. I always get to the airport early, like two and a half, three hours early. You know, and like check in, don't have to worry, mm-hmm. do a little work before I hop on the plane for however long and all that. I got, I got, I think I got, I had like a 10 o'clock flight last year and I think I got there like maybe seven thirty. took super early airporter, you know, got there, your flight's canceled and it just, and that's it. That's all you say. I'm like, do you have another flight? Yeah. And, and they're like, oh yeah, we have one like four and a half hours for now. So I'm like. So it's like I couldn't even like go through security or anything like that because there's like that four hour limit that most airports have. I think. Yeah, most or, of them do. Where they don't want you, I guess you know, roaming around and you know causing trouble and stuff like that. So I had to sit like outside the ticket. You know, there, luckily there, there was like a desk, like a mm-hmm. or, or work area. Uh, but now I'm just, I'm I'm a little worried. Uh, yeah. So so we get down there and then it's it's just but this just feels so crazy even though we've done. Other conventions this long, it's just there's just so much crammed in, and even though we're we're basically going as GameSpot, and you know we're gonna have other people there, but it just it, it feels crazy, which yeah. I still I still need to send that email out for about those one appointments. Oh yeah, which I I said I'll do that Sunday night when I got the email Sunday, which I was like you never sent those before, <laughs> yeah, so. Make that happen. Not not too much news, so kind of zip through this. Uh, box office, which I'm, I'm I don't know if people care about the box office, but I'm I'm starting to I'm trying to do this every Monday while I remember. So the top movie, you know, what the top movie was. Uh, I don't even know what came out. Uh, well, the top movie was Secret Life of Pets. Again.
0: Oh yeah, well it's a kids
1: movie. It's gonna do that. Yeah, fifty point six million. Ghostbusters was number two. 46 million.
0: The reviews are coming out, and they're pretty, they're not great, but they're pretty good.
1: When I looked um, Saturday or Sunday, it was at like at 74% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh huh. So my daughter and I saw it Friday. She, she really enjoyed it. Uh, she hadn't seen the other ones because she never saw them before. Because even though they were like PG, it was like 80s PG. So, you know, there's always like all those sexual innuendos and stuff. And you know, cursing. and a
0: ghost trying to you know
1: unzip Dan Aykroyd's pants. Yeah. So like the eighties were crazy which just like the what was considered PG back then. Yeah. And so she hadn't seen the other ones, but the thing is, you don't need to see the other ones because it's mm-hmm. you know completely different. And and you know, I don't want to like ruin anything, say anything. But it, I mean, I, I had a good time, and she she enjoyed it. Uh, Chris Hemsworth was was fantastic in it. Uh, he, was, he was cracking me up. I had, had tears during the credits. There's like some stuff going on and that. So, yeah, you want to stay for the, all the credits, after credits, all that, that stuff. And, but when, when we're done watching it, my daughter, she's like, she's like oh, that the trailers didn't do this justice. Because you know, she, when she saw the trailer, she wanted to see the movie. But uh, she's saying that you know, the movie's better than the trailers made it out to be.
0: Yeah, it's because trailers suck and they're made by people that have nothing to do with the movie. Yeah, so. but, but
1: a lot of times the trailers show all the best parts. <laughs> that
0: too, I hate that. Know,
1: that. That's sometimes a problem where you're like, Yeah, I, oh, this would have been funny, but I saw it you know, four months ago. It's like, oh yeah, there's that part again. Oh, where's that really cool part that they showed? Oh, but they cut it out. Because mm-hmm. my daughter's always tell me, it's like, it's like they, they didn't use that one part. In the, you know she's always observes these little things. But then she also asks, she's like, can we get this when it comes out in Blu-ray? So... <laughs> So she she enjoyed it. So. Well,
0: that's what Ghostbusters the new one was supposed to do. It's for a new generation of fans, not yeah. just
1: you know. yeah. and and so I, I we, we had a great time, and I, I loved that. You know, she had a she enjoyed it so much. So that that's all I care about. And and the thing is, you know, yeah, it, it's it's what it's it's not ruining the other ones. It's not taking anything away. You know, the other ones still exist. Mm. And you know, it's like, what are you gonna? I, I I guess my only thing is. They, they could have done it in the same universe and just like maybe it's like, you know, 30 years later, you know, Ghostbusters, they retired or whatever. They just stopped and now they're going to take over. But I guess, you know, you have the, the joy of them rediscovering everything, coming together and figuring out, you know, what's going on. And so whatever, I'm fine with it. No problem at all. Number three at the box office was Legend of Tarzan. It made $11.1 million. So quite a difference there between two and three. And then Finding Dory was number four at 11 million. So that's still, still hanging in there. Um, other news, uh, the new Star Trek series, it's going to be on CBS All Access, whatever. You, know, you have to subscribe mm-hmm. to that, that CBS thing to, to watch it, which is weird. But apparently outside of the U.S., it'll be on Netflix. All not, right. not in the U.S., so we can't watch nope. it on Netflix. Maybe, maybe at some point, I don't know how long, I don't know if, if CBS will always keep, I mean, it, I guess it would, in some ways it would make sense, like, okay, you want to watch this, this show, you need to subscribe to, you know, our, our subscription thing. And then, you know, it was like, oh, it, you know, the season's over, you want to watch it, you need to, you still need to subscribe to our subscription thing. But the other thing, what, I guess what you could do in theory, I don't know if they offer like first month free, if there's, you know, if there's any catches where you get the first month free, but you have to commit to another month, or you know, I gotta do is subscribe, watch the whole thing, and then decide if you want to keep it or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure people do that for Netflix. It's like it's like, oh, you know, Jessica Jones season two is coming up. I better renew my Netflix thing and then cancel it. Or I don't know what people do. So that that that's weird. So you can watch that. Also, speaking of Star Trek, um, so actually, some of the reviews have been coming in. I, I don't know. I haven't seen how they are. I, don't I th-
0: we have a review out, or is that I don't? know. we, we may
1: have, have a. Re- I think we may have a review. Someone not in this office. I don't think someone in this office saw it.
0: When we say we, I mean GameSpot, uh, Game Sp- not Comic Vine guys.
1: Yeah, uh, we're the same network. People get used to it. When we yeah, GameSpot Comic Vine. Yeah. Uh, but I think people are saying that it's it's decent. You know, it's it's not great, but it's not horrible. Mm-hmm. So I think it's 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 good, pretty good. I still haven't seen the second one. Really? Yeah. For, for whatever reason. I mean, I like Star Trek. I don't love Star Trek. But for some reason, I don't know what, what it was. I don't know when it came out, but I just never made it to the theater. And then It was all right. And I want to watch it with my daughter because she, she started watching the first one at her cousin's one time. And she's like, it was kind of boring. Mm-hmm. And I don't really remember. Excuse me. I don't remember the first one. That, <laughs>
0: Whoa, Tony. Coffee.
1: I don't remember the first one that well. I mean, I'd like to see the first one again. But she's, she, for whatever, I was like, well, maybe you guys were just distracted. And she's like, no. But, you know, she likes pretty much, you know, all of this this stuff. So we'll have to see. Maybe try to watch the first two. I don't know if they're on Netflix. I do not know. Because I'd I'd like to watch it. Because I I do want to see this one. I I am looking forward to seeing this one. But I, I, I think I should probably see the second one first. I mean, I'm sure it doesn't matter that much, but I want to see it. Uh, fourth one has already been confirmed. What's his name? Chris Pine will be back. Chris Pine's in. And apparently, I, I just saw when I came up to the studio that Chris Hemsworth is going to be back. Really? Because he was Chris Pine's dad. He's Kirk's dad in the first yeah. one. It might be kind of weird. It's like a oh, flashback. My, why is my dad look so buff in this flashback? Because you know, he wasn't that big back then, but then I guess he, you know he's not always humongous. You know he does have to work out the. But we'll see. Yes, yeah, so I don't know any details about that. I just saw it uh, I, last week. Uh, Friday, new Wonder Woman pictures came out, so that looks good. Um, actually, the Ultimate Batman v Superman Blu-ray comes out t- Tuesday tomorrow. So I I watched it last week and. <clears throat> Um, I, I know it's it's been out digitally. You know, a lot of people have have already seen the the, the extended ultimate edition. I, I didn't notice too many things. I mean, there's there's obviously there's some things that really stick out, like like the fact that I, I, it's not a secret, but that photographer that gets killed at the beginning with mm-hmm. Lois Lane because you know that's Jimmy Olsen. Yes, and it was in the credit in IMDb and you know the credits and everything like that. But There's a scene where he actually goes, he's like, I'm Jimmy Olsen, I'm your photographer. She's like, where's my regular photographer? Oh, he got held up in customs or something or whatever. But it was weird. It's like, I I still, that's one of the few things, one of the many things that boggles my mind. Why would you introduce Jimmy Olsen and then kill him off unless they just used his name? I don't know what's going on in that movie. But so many other, um, other scenes. You know, there's there's some stuff that that clearly you know you recognize it as new. I didn't really notice a lot of violence or fighting, which is why I thought it was supposed to have the R rating. Yeah. Maybe I was just distracted when I was watching, but I I, I gotta watch it again. I, I guess watching it. I
0: I went from not liking the movie to enjoying it. The rated R version. Yeah. I felt I felt like they really they did a lot more with why is Clark Kent going to keep going to Gotham like. Not why Superman's going there, but why Clark Kent is there. Why there's an excuse for Clark to go there. Mm-hmm. I felt like that was completely left out of the movie. And I know that doesn't seem like a big thing, but in hindsight, when you think about the movie, it's like, well, Clark Kent has to have – he has to he has to have his – oh, God, I can't think of words today. Apple. Alibi. R- Rhinoceros. <laughs> Alibi. <laughs> He has to have essentially an alibi for everything he does wherever Superman goes. And so I feel like that was explained better. I don't know. It just the movie worked a lot better with that extra half an hour. I still think that the Wonder Woman music that plays every time she's on screen is really annoying. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And the uh, introduction of the Justice League characters in the one scene is horribly done. But I mean, overall, like I, this is a movie I'm going to continue. I'll, I'll watch a few more times. It's better, a lot better than man of steel. Mm-hmm. So I say, give the rated. If you hated the original version, give the rated R a shot, a uh, version a shot. Just give it a shot. Cause it's, it's done. It's a lot better.
1: I love that, that you can, you get both in, in one <laughs> yeah. package that they didn't release the movie and then wait a few months or a year or whatever. And then release the ultimate, like, you know, sometimes we see that often where, you know, for whatever reasons, you know, they, they rush to get it out and then maybe they're still spending time editing this ultimate director's cut or whatever. But so it's nice that you, you get, you know, both in in, both versions. Did you notice any like more, any violence, more violence,
0: violence? I didn't, uh, um, you know what? That, I was thinking about the movie. Like overall, it shouldn't have been called Batman versus Superman because the the movie isn't about Batman and Superman fighting. Well, at least to the rated R version, I feel like the movie is more about heroes coming together, even if they don't like each other, to serve a greater purpose. Dawn you know? of Justice. It's about yeah, it's about the Dawn of Justice essentially. But I just why is it rated R then? I don't know. It's a dark movie, but I didn't feel like it was a rated R film.
1: That's I, I, I don't notice. And I'm trying to think of it during the fight scenes, you know, obviously wonder Woman kicking butt when she's slashing away at, at doomsday. It's like, I, I think those were all, you know, I don't think there's anything added there. I, I don't know. Maybe the, the, there's more punching between Batman. and Superman.
0: I wouldn't even call it a hard PG 13.
1: Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, it's,
0: it's like, it's a PG 13 movie straight out. It
1: seems like the most risque part is the bathtub scene. You know, yeah, and, but and that's, even still, that, that's you know that's not not bad. So I, I I don't know why why what was made it radar. But so did did you see the special features or do you not get special features when you do digital?
0: I I bought it digital and usually when you buy stuff digital, like when I bought Star Wars, I got all the special features. I got zero for oh. the. Rated R and regular version. Sucka. And I'm pissed about that.
1: Sucka. That's why you get the physical. You live in the, the early 21st century.
0: You've seen my DVD collection. I cannot afford to get anymore.
1: more. <laughs> there you go. Be selective. But you get. So I was watching the special. I watched all the special features yesterday. And, and after a while, I'm like, there's more. Oh, my gosh. So we were watching them. But watching them, I, I was getting really excited I'm, I'm super excited for Wonder Woman. You know, they they show a bunch of Wonder Woman footage. I, I think it's stuff that's been seen, but there mm-hmm. there's there's qu- quite a bit of it. They they sh- just seeing like the behind the scenes stuff for like all the Justice League stuff. It's kind of crazy like how much they did. You know, like Jason Momoa, and you know just like the whole thing. You know, getting ready to do all that stuff and stuff with Ezra Miller and. Mm-hmm. And and the the cyborg scene looks so ridiculous and in the green screen and it's so bright you know and it was ridiculous when, when you know in the final version as, as it was but so it was cool seeing everything and just the fact that they put so much time and everything into it for like something that was just like thirty seconds but the the Wonder Woman stuff was just really cool and there there's like you know there's like a Batman feature, a Superman feature, and Wonder Woman feature, but seeing. How you know everyone's getting like excited? You know this is the first time Wonder Woman on the big screen, and like mm-hmm. the training that she did, and 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 she she's gal good She's she's just she seems like such a nice person. You know she's like just so happy, which is mm-hmm. something that you don't really get from that movie because it was so so dreary. But yeah, so that comes out tomorrow, and I'll I'll, I'll try to do a write up for it today if I, if I can get to it. Um, also, there is a poster for Court of Owls Season 3, or Court of Owls Gotham Season 3 with Court of Owls. So Matt's excited. They should put the Poison Ivy under. That's going to be sad, though.
0: No, I'll be fine with it.
1: I wonder if, like, old Poison Ivy is even going to appear, or if it's just, like, all of a sudden, you know, you nope, walk in. new Poison Ivy immediately. You walk in, there's, like, all this, like, foliage, whatever, you know, on the ground, and then, bloom, hey, it's me. Just like that. Just bloomed <laughs> like a flower. Star Wars stuff happened this weekend. New Rogue One trailer. I did not watch right. it. Actually, it wasn't really a trailer. It was more like a, a, a featurette, like a sizzle reel or something like that. But mm. they showed a ton of footage, but they showed some behind-the-scenes stuff, which is cool. I, I like seeing all, all that stuff. So that, that looks good. I, I think more was shown, obviously, that wasn't shown during the stream and was released. And there's also a trailer for Star Wars Rebels, season three. Did you hear who's going to be in it? You don't? Do you watch that show at all? No,
0: I've, I've watched a lot of the Clone Wars, but that's it.
1: So, so Rebels is good, even though I'm I'm so behind on that. But Grand Ad- Admiral, Th- I can't talk today. Grand Admiral Thrawn is going to be is going to be appearing. So that that's that's cool because there was the, the question of. I'm, tr- I'm. trying to think if, if he appeared in anything since, but it, it, you know, it was one of those questions like, well, it, is he in this whole thing now or not? You know, yeah. when they you know did away with the ex- expanded universe. So apparently he does. He does. exist. They do exist, like the M and M's. They do exist. So we have that. All right. Speaking of comics now. Wait, hold on. Did you did you watch Stranger Things at all this weekend? I watched. Uh, we watched uh, the first episode last night.
0: Okay, I watched, we watched two episodes last night. Oh my god, I love the show. Except for Winona Ryder's acting.
1: Yeah, Winona Ryder seemed. Like she's Winona so Ryder. over the top. But see, I was I was thinking about that. It's it's but you know she's playing a mom whose kid disappeared, and you know. But even for that, she it feels
0: like I don't know. It just feels like she's acting.
1: I don't know. Maybe wait till your kid gets whatever no. happens.
0: What did you think of the show? The, at least the first episode.
1: I, I enjoyed it. You know, it's it's a little Twin Peaks, a little you know, like Goonies, yeah. And you know, there's the sci-fi stuff in there, and just the the pure '80s feel to it. So it it, it was good. And yeah, I have no idea where it's going to go from here. And I I,
0: meant, I just finished the second episode. No idea where it's going.
1: So that, but that's a problem. I, I don't know when I'm going to watch the rest because you know we watched it with my wife and daughter. And, you know, we only watched one, so I don't know if we'll watch any tonight. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, I'm gone tomorrow, so we'll see. But, yeah, I, I do enjoy it. it I, I think I had heard about it before, but then it, it, all of a sudden, it's, you know, people are tweeting about this. I'm seeing mm-hmm. it, like, come up, and I'm like, Stranger Things, like, what's this? And I look it up, it's like, oh, he, there's it. I think I remember that. So I showed my daughter the trailer, and she's like, yeah, I want to watch that. Because my wife's like, oh, she won't want to watch that. It's too scary. She's like, did she like gives me, She always gives me this look like one of my wife says the craziest things like that. She's like, who is this lady? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah.
0: But it, it, it feels like, a, oh, I've got the echo again. I can't do this.
1: All right. Okay. That's Matt. Oh, for the podcast. Uh, um, okay, now it's
0: gone. No, it's
1: not. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with you. All right. Con, what? what?
0: Who? What? I can't talk. Every time I talk, my voice like comes in. Uh, it's really hard to talk. Now it's gone again. Okay, whatever.
1: Jeez, Louise.
0: Skype's killing me today. Mm-hmm. All right.
1: Whatever you can say? Anything?
0: It just makes me... F- it feels like an 80s, like, adventure movie or adventure. Like, the stuff that, I guess, you or I watched as kids. Not the hardcore horror stuff, but that... Like, Goonies had, like, a lot of... You know, horror themes to it. Like stuff like that. Flight of the Navigator. That's kind of why I'm just in love with it. It's just a
1: very nostalgic feel to the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was good. All right. Let's jump into comics. Let's uh, jump in. We'll go to DC first. Okay. People were complaining in Best Stuff in Comics that there was a lot of Marvel stuff. Oh, well. Of course, they, no one can, tr- There's zero suggestions this week in Best Stuff in Comics. And and they can't and, complain. And the, th- the thing is, with, with, I have mentioned this before, you know, you, you're looking for those kind of like one, one panel, you know, big moments and stuff like yeah. that. And I, I really enjoyed a lot of, or not a lot. So some of the, there wasn't a lot of DC books. Actually, there's way more Marvel books than DC books for one thing. And, but there's nothing that really like jumped out that, yeah. you know, so anyways, uh, detective comics. I, I, I just, I love this book.
0: Yeah. I'm really enjoying it. I'm not on love. I I, I think it's really well crafted, but I'm definitely not at love.
1: It's, it's weird because it's a Batman, but, like, Batman's basically not even in this one.
0: And he, He's in a couple panels. Yeah.
1: So Batman realizes that there's someone, like, watching, targeting different people, you know, different heroes, you know, in the Bat family in Gotham. Uh-huh. So he, he gets together with Batwoman and Tim Drake. They're going to train these other people, get them ready. So you got Cassandra Kane, you got Spoiler, and Clayface, which is the, the odd one. Yeah. And, you know, so they, they get a new headquartered or doing all this stuff. And, and then right away he gets, like, taken out by this group, the, the colony. Mm-hmm. So what, what's surprising about this book is things are happening faster than I thought. Yeah. Which, which is good in a way because, I mean, you know, a writer can, you know, a story like this, you could drag this on for, you know, at least a story. You know, th- where we're at, the whole training and gathering and all this stuff could be like like five or six issues just right there. But yeah. James is just like, so I, this leads me to believe he must have like bigger plans or like have all this, especially if you're going twice a month, mm-hmm. you know, he's, he's, he must have like all this stuff set up because, you know, right away, Batman's out of the picture. And then the group without giving anything away that they, they face a big twist, shock, betrayal. So it's just like, holy crap, what's going on here? But there, there is a cool fight scene. And Cassandra Kane was my favorite part in this issue. When she's just like surrounded, and they're like surrender. And she's like, nope. <laughs> yeah, so so it was good. Cover very misleading. I shouldn't the, say that.
0: The most misleading. Not Although, the most.
1: Second most. Almost maybe. Or well, maybe it's mean, a tie.
0: It's it's technically it's not misleading. Mm, I guess I mean, not. That does kind of happen.
1: I guess, but it just looks like like Clayface is eating Batwoman. Yeah, true. So, oh, but I I and I, I love the art. I'm so glad it, it's it's. It's great when you have a story you really enjoy, and there's really good art. You know, you all don't right. have to have fantastic, over-the-top art all the time. It's not possible. You know, it'd, it'd be nice if you could, but it's it's great when when you have a story that you're really digging, and then just art that's just so crisp and and mm-hmm. everything. So I, I'm digging that. New Superman.
0: I liked this a lot. Oh, I, th- I knew I was going to enjoy it, but I liked it a lot better then I guess I thought I would, is the best way to put it. So it's a <clears throat> it's a new Superman, and he's kind of a jerk. Mm-hmm. Uh, he doesn't have superpowers to kind of kick things off, but because of his actions in this, or his very misleading actions in the opening of the series, he gets superpowers from a government agency. That's kind of the... <clears throat> sorry. Uh, that's kind of the skinny of it. But I really just... I, I really enjoyed this. I mean, the, the the main character already has a great voice, and you know that's just twenty pages in. I'm really enjoying the art. I just, it's nice to see something kind of big in the comic book world take place somewhere else. So we can, because I feel like all the comics at DC are like. Gotham or uh, Metropolis. So I mean, here this all takes place in Shanghai. So we get to kind of a decent feel for what Shanghai's like. My dog is crying because she wants to leave the bedroom, but there's people working on the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, so, he can't
1: um, either.
0: so I really enjoyed New Superman. This is a really solid first issue.
1: Yeah, and and it's nice because you know it is like kind of like jerky Superman from you know the 1940s or whatever. Where, yeah. Uh, And so we'll have to see where he goes because he was a jerk, he was a bully, you know all this stuff like that. But he did have his moment of heroics. But then he's still very self-centered. So it's nice that it's Superman, but it's he's not like the ultimate Boy Scout that you know people always complain about with Clark Kent. Yeah. So it'll be nice to see how he's different and where he goes, and hopefully he does just like okay, I'm a hero now, you know, because otherwise there's nothing really different about him. So if he still has that edge. That would be cool.
0: My my one, I had a couple like, one major thing I hated, which was that the reporter he meets has the same like Lois Lane, Lana Lang like alliteration. I hate that. Yeah, and it's just a very nitpicky thing. Yeah,
1: I think that was obviously it was done on purpose. On the other cover, um, I thought it was the regular cover, but I guess it's not the regular cover. The cover where he's like holding her, holding someone. Oh, I have I have a cover
0: where he's holding the number one.
1: Yeah, that's the one I have. Okay, so, um, but I, I thought that the other was was the the regular one, because I thought that was Lois Lane on the cover, and I don't know if it's supposed to be Lois Lane, or if it's this other lady. Yeah. And, and that, but yeah, so I so I enjoyed that. Action Comics nine fifty nine. Here is the other misleading cover, of the week.
0: Totally, totally misleading.
1: <laughs> so have that um, i'm i'm really intrigued you know with the who is this clark kent mhm cuz you know there there's there's some some dialogue because every time this this clark kent says something whether it's a jimmy or someone else it's like i'm i'm like hanging on every word to see like what the heck does this mean i don't know if this has anything to do with what was the other was it superman that came out last week where we yeah. saw the one character that you really like that i don't like Yeah. So I don't know if this Clark Kent is that character. I don't think so. Because it it just doesn't seem anything. Because this Clark Kent said something, references like months ago. Yeah. So I have no idea what's going on. But we have Lex and Superman fighting Doomsday. We have Clark Kent. Stuff getting destroyed. And,
0: And the worst part of this issue is all of a sudden right in the middle, they give Doomsday a Snickers and it turns into Wonder Woman. I was very confused by this. Okay, there is an ad for Snickers in here, but it's Batman and Superman fighting Doomsday to give Doomsday a Snickers. and turns into Wonder Woman, which you should not put that in this issue. Like, it's very confusing.
1: Usually, I I think they've they've done in the past where at the top it'll say ad or something. Not here. (laughs) Yeah, this is, there's there's nothing there. It's like, wait, why is Batman here now?
0: To be fair, like, if I had read this book first, I would have been super confused, but it's in every DC issue Mm -hmm. this week. It's super annoying. But anyway, uh it's I mean it's Dan it's Dan Jurgen's writing so there's a lot of a nostalgia factor for like uh, Superman 75 where we have Superman fighting Doomsday, but I feel like this is more of a a contemporary telling of that story without retelling the same story if that makes sense. Yeah.
1: Uh Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps rebirth. I was super confused about some of the stuff in
0: this. Oh yeah. The Sinestro stuff, I'm not understanding. Why is he old?
1: Yeah, I was I was assuming that that was in the future, but at no point does it mention specifically. You know, it's like, for eons unknown, Sector Zero is home to the Guardians, blah, blah, blah. But it, it doesn't necessarily say anything. Yeah. Now it is under control. So, but just with with the way everything happens, like where the the Sinestro core is residing. So that's a that leads me to believe like that's you know future stuff
0: but it also makes me feel like it's the present because of what's happening with sinestro going down to the his air i don't want to like spoil things but because that's kind of a big moment but i i don't know like overall like for me as a person that's and i'm sure the same for you as people that have been reading green lantern for a long time uh it's it's a lot like the other rebirth books where this is not for me. This is for new readers. So therefore I'm kind of just bored with it. It's not bad by any means. It's just, I'm getting a lot of information thrown at me that I already knew.
1: Yeah. And yeah, what, was set up? Because, you know, basically, you know, you, we, we know the stuff that, that Hal Jordan has done. Yeah. And, and then we're, we're seeing him, you know, change, you know, he was using the, 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 Krona gauntlet or whatever, mm-hmm. and, and you know, then he has to somehow go back to getting a ring, which he has it's, it's a, a new ring, new design. Uh, I think Ethan Van Sky was talking about it on Twitter that how you know that's the new ring that he's gonna have, and that so you, you, it there's a lot of like history of, of of Hal and the others that we already know about. when We see him, but it, it was it was a decent issue that, except for like you said, the, what the heck's going on with, with Sinestro? Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, even like new reader old reader reading that part you're going to be confused because it's not very specific but i i do feel like this is a great new reader issue i mean venditti's been working on this book for so long and he's done a, a, along with john's too jeff john's i can't take credit away from him at all uh but they've both done so much with this character that you can't have a new series that appeals just to the fans like a new reader can't jump onto a green lantern book like like uh You know any of the last few runs, just because so much has happened. So this is a necessary evil. So for me, it's not the most appealing opening rebirth issue, but you have to do it.
1: Yeah, and and I guess that's the other thing to to think about. You know, with with the rebirth books, they're they're basically setting up the regular series. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She's my dog is crying because people are walking in and out of the house
0: and. She's trapped in the bedroom with me.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'd be crying, Ruby. So, yeah, so that that's the thing with the rebirth books are basically setting up the series. So it's it's kind of yeah. a refresher. So, longtime readers, you don't want to skip it because there's some good stuff. But you also have to keep in mind that well, you're gonna see some stuff that you already know, and just just go with it. Yeah. Um, speaking of rebirth titles, Nightwing rebirth.
0: And I think this is a much better. Uh, not better, a, a much more appealing rebirth title to people that have already been reading the character.
1: Yeah, not so much um, like pure recap. You know, there's a little bit of like what Dick's been doing with Spiral, mm-hmm. and and you know we see what's going on with Helena. You know, because we know she's gonna you know go through a change, and just seeing you know Dick with Damien. and and it was nice that they addressed some some Robin War stuff. That's
0: oh, I'm so. See the problem. I have to re- recap myself because I read the first issue as well before interviewing um, oh, Tim Seeley about
1: this. So I
0: have to kind of recap. What can I talk about? What can I not talk
1: about? Yeah. Well, It's uh, basically, yeah, and then you know he he deals with Damien's one stuff. They talk. He talks to Batman, and mm-hmm. then it's not really a spoiler, but you know then he's going to become Nightwing after being Dick Grayson. We still yeah. don't know, and this not necessary spoiler. It's it's at least I wasn't fully clear here. How is he making you know? How is he able to go back to being Dick Grayson or you know, being back not, to not nightmare. Not clear at all. Because you know, it's it's possible with with the way you know you think of like stuff that celebrities do, like when mm-hmm. they they do have their scandal, they do something really bad, really shocking or whatever like that, and then you know people forget about it. You know, it yeah. may be in the back of their mind. they be like, oh, remember when so and so did this and so. I, I'm a thinking. I'm a thinking. Jeez. You are definitely a thinking. I, I just, it was like an email popped up and I was, it caught my eye. <laughs> yeah, they caught my eye too. Um, <laughs> so it, it's possible that where they're like, hey, here's this Nightwing superhero. He's being unmasked. Oh, this is who he is. Who is that guy? We don't know. Who is who's this guy? Because wasn't it like Lex Luthor? Like, who the heck is that? Yeah. So when you have that and then the fact that he's dead, it's like, okay, whatever. And then just because, I I think we even talked about this beginning, just because you have some other dude taking on the name, it happens all the time. He's got a different, even different color scheme. So Mm -hmm. it's like, this can't be the same one. The other Nightwing had a red outfit, this one has blue. And so
0: we've already seen people be different flashes, different Green Lanterns. Yeah. So I think in the DC world, people. It's not a it doesn't happen a lot but people you know, I think people are used to other people taking over mantles.
1: Yeah. The only problem is if he's taking back the Dick Grayson name, secret identity, you know, cuz yeah. everyone thinks he's dead and then, you know, making the connections like, "Oh, he was, you know, Bruce Wayne's ward, Bruce Wayne's, you know, he, everyone knows who he is. He's this rich guy in Gotham and so we'll have to see what they they do with that. Okay. Wonder Woman number 2.
0: I'm a little this wasn't bad by any means but I wanted that cheetah story. <laughs> yeah. Cuz the first issue was a different story. This is the this second issue sets up a it's it's essentially it's an origin issue but for all intents and purposes it's the origin of Steve Trevor coming to Themyscira.
1: Yeah. So I you know with, with the the cheetah stuff and I guess what the way we're going to have to look at at the even books and the odd books it's like having two different Wonder Woman series. So mm-hmm. with the, the the present day stuff, we're gonna get it every month, and you have mm-hmm. to wait thirty days, just like we used to in the old days, which was like two months ago or whatever. And it, it, yeah, it's, it's just gonna be weird getting used to this. That the it, it's 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 a weird thing because it's it's like the story is gonna be interrupted every every time. Yeah, and. It you know, I I'd say, you know, they they should have done two different Wonder Woman series, but I understand why they didn't want to, because, you know, they're trying to do it twice a month and then some people may say, Well, I don't wanna read you know, whatever. So it'll be weird. And then going back, you know, seeing Wonder Woman's first year, that could be interesting. But based off of this, while you know the story's decent, the art is, is great, it it didn't feel like it didn't give me anything that I hadn't already seen. Yeah. And and you know, so We'll we'll see, but I, I have a few. I'm I'm assuming that there's going to be something more going on with Steve Trevor, and I, I guess in the New Fifty Two, we we don't know too much about Wonder Woman and Steve Trevor's like early days, so you know maybe we'll we'll see more of that because yeah, well we'll see. Uh, then we had the Flash number two. I wasn't the keenest
0: on the first issue,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, but
0: I I, I really enjoy where this is headed i mean every i feel like a lot of the problem and with with books is anytime there's a new superhero a new metahuman they're obvious they're the bad guy right away it's just like oh i'm the bad guy because i have powers yeah i'm waiting for that to happen it's like, i think i think that's gonna happen here too but i mean it, there's a reason for the split between these characters that will eventually come up it's because of the way that barry allen operates compared to the way that i think this is godspeed right i i'm not even sure I don't think he has a name yet. Or maybe, yeah. you know, he talks about getting a name in this no, Yeah, one. He
1: says, I don't have a name yet.
0: Yeah. So there, there's going to be a split because they want to operate in two different ways. Barry is much more about, you know, doing things by the book, mm-hmm. you know, obeying the law. And the new character is like, well, these are bad guys. I saw what they did. Let's just run around, you know, the whole city until I find them. And Barry's yeah. like, well, you can't do that because of breaking and entering and things. So we're going to see a split. And I, I love where the book leaves off.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure how I feel about that that last page because I I think it's, I think it's something that Josh talked about at WonderCon when you guys did mm-hmm. the interview or something that he mentioned right after the interview when the camera was off. I don't remember which it was, but I mean it, it's 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 going to be it's interesting direction and it's mm-hmm. something different and it's going to cause problems, which is kind of why I don't like it because I don't want Barry Allen to have this sort of problems and what it means you know for the universe and mm-hmm. speed force and everything, but I mean I obviously I, I trust Josh that he knows what he's doing. So we'll see.
0: Yeah, for me it's I think what happens at the the end of the issue is what's going to ultimately lead Flash and the new speedster apart from each other. Yeah. That's gonna cause the split. I, I mean we've been reading Josh's stuff for a while I feel like we have a kind of an understanding of where he goes with stories. You know, what we see is not, is not what we're going to expect.
1: And then the only other thing we had was wacky Raceland. I couldn't get through it. So I really don't like it. We find out more about Dick dastardly that, you know, he wasn't always a big major um, scumbag. Mm -hmm. He kind of is. See, you have that. Yeah. it's, It's weird to think this is only issue two. It feels like, this is like the third or something. Yeah. But yeah, I'm still not sure how I, how I feel about that. Cause you know, I, I enjoyed the animated series, you know, which is obviously totally different, but to see. All right. Marvel. Uh, we already talked about civil war on Friday, super massive. So if you want to know what we thought about what happened, in civil war two, number three, spoiler discussion, all that, listen to that episode. So we will get more into that. There. Next. Gwenpool number four. You still didn't read this, did you?
0: Um, I didn't even see it to be downloaded. Like, I have it on Comicsology, but I never even downloaded it.
1: So, I, I'm enjoying this. Apparently, I'm like one of the few people. I,
0: I doubt it. The book's still being published. I'm sure lots of people like it.
1: Well, people, I know someone complained best stuff. They're like, people think yeah. this is funny. It's like, it's, it's not so much that it's funny. I I mean, I'm just intrigued with the character. And, also, humor is
0: subjective. So yeah,
1: but I mean, and again, it has freaking Modoc. I love Modok. It has Betruck the, the Lipa, which you silly, know, and and you know he's. I think he's even though this is kind of a wackier book, he's he's a little more serious here. Even though there's some some quirky, funny moments that he gets like kind of involved in, but mm. I, I we've never really seen him this consistently. You know, he's he's never had this much. You know, page time or whatever. So I, I like that, but it, it's it's just basically. So the idea of Gwenpool, she she comes from like the real world or something like that. You know, she's read comics and somehow she ended up in a comic book world. And, and <laughs> she's
0: Superboy Prime.
1: So yeah, essentially something like that. You know, yeah. where she she believes she's like I'm in a fictional world. What is she really or is she just? Delusional and thinks she is. You know that that's something we don't know. Is she really crazy? But she knows a lot of stuff for, about these characters from supposedly reading the comics. And like when the, the they had to face Thor, and she's like trying to, and she yells out Jane, and then Thor's like, "How'd you know that name?" and everything like that. And and so you know the little things like that. You know she she knew who Thor was because she supposedly read the comic, and so you have that part. And then she gets somehow involved working as a mercenary for Modoc and all this stuff. And Modoc's not the best boss, as you can imagine. You know, he, he doesn't, he's not happy with someone. He just kills them. He just fries them with his mind, whatever, gem blasting. And so she's trying to fake her way. You know, she doesn't have any superpowers. And, you know, she's trying to fake her way through there. So it's, it's just, I, I'm enjoying the, the, where it's going. And I, I love the art. I, I think the art is fantastic. And that's just the art and colors. So that's why I enjoyed a book vision number t- nine, nine. Oh my goodness. This book.
0: Yeah. This book's slowly coming toward to an end. When I say coming to an end, I mean, Tom King is, I, I, I still have a feeling it's going to end. Uh, it is very, uh, still dark, still depressing, but it in- crafted incredibly well. Yeah. I this is a really really
1: rough issue uh with what happens. I don't want to spoil anything, but it's it's tragic. I mean if you read the last issue, you kinda saw some of the stuff going on here, but it's just I I just I feel like, you know, I I gotta give Tom a hug. It's like dude. (laughs) What's going
0: on in his man,
1: I feel so bad. How can you pull all this, this stuff out? It's like it's just so so dark and sad and oh man. So we have that. Um, going through the other ones. All new X-Men number 11. I not. I haven't been really digging this. This. Uh,
0: <laughs> I, I do not like this. Apocalypse of- Wars st- yeah. story
1: with, yeah. in the past. We have that. Things are concluded and stuff like that. And it's just like, okay. Ooh, a new trailer for a girl on a train. That was a good book. There's going to be a movie, which I don't know how the movie is going to be compared to a book. It has nothing to do with comics. Uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is shaking things up as the Civil War two aspect comes into it. You know, where do they stand with, with uh, Ulysses and all that Mm. things aren't looking good for Coulson. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man civil war. There's something weird about the art that I don't like on that issue. Yeah. It's, it's a little, little different.
0: I I feel like the style changes like every few panels.
1: Yeah. And so uh, Peter Spider-Man has been working with Ulysses and there's a vision about, Oh, I can't even remember the, the guy's name. The the sound guy that was in the in the Spider-Man Learning to Crawl, I think it was. It was like this, like one of the first villains. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. That the, the, the sound dude, he, where he recently started working at Parker Industries. You know, Peter gave him like a second chance because he went to jail right after their encounter. So he's a super smart guy. He made this the sonic costume weapon thing. I'm totally drawing a blank. Um let's see if I click it on. And here, what's his name? Um, doesn't even say in the solicit for this one, but yeah. So it, it's it's. I'm I'm curious where it's gonna go, but um, it's 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 all right. Civil War two, choosing sides. Yeah, if you like the characters, you're gonna like the book. But aside from that, you probably won't. <laughs> yeah, I. <laughs> dog's crying about it. Like, rrr, rrr. Oh, I, yeah. like <laughs> I, I agree. Uh, the, I, I'm enjoying the Nick Fury Jr. I, yeah, I think the De- Declan Shelby stuff is cool, but yeah, it's it's and I I when I saw the cover like Moon Knight with the shield red shield symbol, I'm like what the heck is going on? So it's very very intriguing what what Declan does there because I mm-hmm. he's he's writing it too, right?
0: He's writing and drawing the uh that that story.
1: Yeah. So, um, Civil War Two, Gods of War. I'm, I couldn't get through yeah, it. I'm not not digging that so much. Uh Daredevil number 9 was interesting. Uh, I, da- go ahead. Uh, I was going to say I'm really digging
0: it, it feels super weird cuz Daredevil's such a grounded character and Spider-Man's more of a superhero character, but those two together in a book it, it's a little unsettling in a good way. Like it really works.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Cuz uh, you know I don't know, I just feel like there's a, there's such different le- levels where Spider-Man Right. Spider-Man's A-list and Daredevil's a list character. Yeah. So, but I'm really, I really enjoying this story and this book. Ron Garney's art is awesome.
1: Yeah. And you know, it's, it's continuing with, with Daredevil's mission. You know, it's going undercover stuff like that. But we find out more about, well, a little more, because we, we still we're not sure how Daredevil got his secret identity back. Yeah. and <laughs> and, and Spider-Man kind of brings that up.
0: That character, he gives up his secret identity more than anybody else in the comics.
1: Yeah, but I I think Daredevil made a deal with Mephisto or something to get his That's how you get your identity back, right? I guess. Uh, Deadpool number 15. Uh, Snap into a Slim Jim. (laughs) So what's up with that? So Deadpool and Guardians of the Galaxy both said snap into a Slim Jim.
0: I did not get Guardians of the Galaxy this week. Okay. Yeah. So so,
1: anyway, Deadpool... For whatever reason, he decides he needs to go check on this Ulysses guy. If he can see the future, people are gonna get mad at him for something that he might do, and so he breaks into the Trasclan, or whatever you call it, and ends up fighting Black Panther. And there's some funny moments in there, so so that was good. Guardians of the Galaxy, the Guardians need to save Peter Quill again. The the Badoon have him. Kitty Pryde gets like hardcore, like. You, mm-hmm. What she does, I lost you completely. I'm right here in your heart. Oh, but, thank you. But Kitty Pride just uh, what I said, she just goes hardcore in, in this. So, okay. So there, there's some cool moments there. Oh, the other thing we talked about on Friday was the uh, the Marvel Now preview catalog. So all, mm-hmm. all the the books, some uh, some of the books coming out later this year. New, <laughs> new Avengers. Oh. So when we were going through the catalog, I don't think anyone yelled at us in the comments. Uh, when we're t- looking at the – what is it? The All-American Avengers, whatever that's called. Yeah, uh, U.S. Avengers. Yeah, U.S. Avengers. <laughs> There's a, a couple characters like, who's that? Whatever. They're, they're both in, in New Avengers. Okay. The, yeah, the, the, the girl with the, the hair or whatever and the white robot thing. <laughs> they're both in New Avengers. I, I hadn't been re- – I didn't realize this on issue 13 already. But there, there's some um,
0: apparently uh, D9000 told us it's it's not US Avengers. He, he thinks they're, we're supposed to say USA Avengers. No, I don't like it.
1: USA Avengers.
0: <laughs> USA Avengers. Maybe. Eh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So enjoy that. Our, our, we, we plan for that to be half an hour podcast. And it turned out to be an hour and a half.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so New Avengers 13 has developments on Moonstone. Not Moonstone. Songbird? Jesus. Yeah. Um, that Old Man Logan number eight is more. It is
0: amazing.
1: Him dealing with the fact that he feels like that the night of the villains, whatever they want to call it, is coming, even though things are different, but he's, he, he knows things are different. He knows it's different from his past, but he just feels like, certain, even though there's these small differences, that the big events are still going to happen. Yeah. And you know that that's a common thread in, in time travel where you may change some things but you can't change the big thing that this is, you know, it's it's has to happen. It's it's set. So we're seeing him dealing with that and you know trying to keep himself distant from those he cares about because he's afraid of, you know, losing control and so mm-hmm. it, it was it was it was touching that way.
0: It's a really, really good book. And I'm glad that that storyline is still going on. You know, the storyline of him being like, well, it's going to happen. I need to figure out how to stop it. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad that this is continuing and that they're pushing for a longer storyline on
1: this. Yeah. Uh, Power Man, Iron Fist. It was great as, as usual.
0: Not my favorite, but probably because of the civil war tie and stuff.
1: It was fine. I mean, we get some, some touching moments. I had, had a Tupac reference that, almost made it the best stuff and we see some sad moments but then when 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 Luke Cage wants to drive the the power fist mobile yeah he's like I trust you I don't trust you that much and then what he says about if we get attacked by a flying car (laughs) I don't want to give the joke away no one else would probably like it but. (laughs) Uh, but there's there's some good moments in there more fiddle faddle and crunch and munch, that almost made it too. Uh, Rocket Raccoon and Groot. Uh, <laughs> this was a a weird weird issue drawn by Michael Walsh, so you know there, there's a plus right there. It's just it's yeah. There's 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 some actually funny moments in in here and like like Groot keeps answering the phone, you know Rocket's mm-hmm. phone and and someone's like like. <laughs> what's going on? Cause he keeps saying I'm Groot, but then there's a, a friend of his that like dies and they go to his funeral, but then he wasn't dead and it just keeps going on.
0: I just heard my dog, like my dog's cry echo. I'm sorry. Everybody listening. This is the only way I can get it done today
1: though. Uh, Silk number 10 is kind of wrapping up some, some stuff with, <laughs> yeah, it's wrapping up the story. Sorry, Ruby. Uh, <laughs> Silk, sorry. silk going undercover and the black hat stuff, and silk not being so careful with when she's talking out in the open to Mockingbird about being undercover and all that stuff so we we get a little of that web warriors was just weird uh yeah there's there's like a scene where like is practically like on spider ham's back as they're flying or so is there a sweet? I don't think it was Spider Ham. It was like Spider Ham 2099. Who's yeah. that? Is there a Spider Ham 2099?
0: I thought there was a Spider-Man 2099 or Spider Ham 2099 in this. Because they're
1: both on the cover. Yeah, and, it's 2099. And yeah. Or is so,
0: that Miles More Hammus?
1: That's what I thought it was, but it looks more like, like 2099. Because when I saw the cover, I thought it was, it was Miles More Hammus. But yeah, I'm not sure what's going on. I I don't yeah, I just usually skim that, that series. But I, there's a there's a funny scene. And Spider-Gwen's like, my life's so stupid, or something like that. It's like, okay. Uh, Powerpuff Girls came out. I didn't read it. What? Powerpuff Girls. We're we're done with Marvel. Powerpuff Girls, number one, came out at IDW. I got the issue, but I gave it to my daughter, and I never got it back to read. I forgot to, not that she kept it, but I forgot to to get it back. Uh, Let's see. Descender came out. I didn't get a chance to read that. Did you read Birthright?
0: I did rebirth right. Really, it, things are just insane in that book right now. I don't even with uh, God. The last page of the book so good too. Um, I don't want to give anything away. Just go buy the trades and read it. It's I I, I think it's Josh Williamson's best book really overall. Hmm.
1: Yeah, because Nailbiter
0: is that. so good too. Yeah, I, I think this is his best book.
1: I always lean more towards Nailbiter. Maybe it's just because it's it's darker.
0: Yeah. Like
1: that, Wicked uh, um, Divine. Are you re- are you doing that in trade? Or? I am I am doing it in trade, but I am still like halfway through trade two. It's when I need to get caught up because I read the first issue and then I I somehow just just got so behind. And I'll kind of read skim through it when I do best stuff in comics. Because again, that's the other thing when I do best stuff in comics, I try to read everything. It's 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 nuts. it's hard. It's nuts. So I I kind of skim through this, and huge crazy things happen here but the disservice to myself is like i have i kind of don't know what's exactly going on because i haven't been reading it cuz i yeah but yeah it looks crazy so i'm sure it was a really good issue and be, just, it, things just get really nuts so um the bunker i'm i'm behind on that too i did not get to this issue but i have been keeping up and it's very very good oh, i i just i think i just got to start getting the trades cuz i have the issues but yeah uh, let's see what else we have. Are you uh, doing blood? I was just saying, uh, Miller
0: World Annual came out, and that was the book where oh, uh, Mark Miller picked a bunch of writers and artists that are up and coming and let them do stories about like Kick-Ass, Hit-Girl, Chrononauts, Kingsman, American Jesus, and Starlight. And overall, it was a little bit of a disappointment. Like I was pretty excited for it, and I felt like it just didn't hit the mark for me.
1: Yeah. I was watching some Kingsman. The other night it was on, that church scene, man, is just fantastic, just crazy. But then the thing is, spoiler, where a certain character is supposedly coming back. Yeah, like there's some something that happens after that that church scene, but it's like, yeah. So we'll have to see. But that yeah, I I I didn't. There's things about Kingsman that I I didn't like, but mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed it for the most part. I thought Sammy Jackson was too over the top. Well, my wife surprisingly really liked that movie. She doesn't really like. Then the movie. My wife and I both love it. My wife is not a big comic fan. Yeah, my my wife is burnt out from from.
0: Yep, this <laughs> reminds me they probably get along. Yeah, uh,
1: the pay paybacks number one came out through Heavy Metal magazine. I think this is the same one that came out at through Dark Horse. Dark Horse. I think it's the same story. I'm not sure. Um, I thought I read somewhere that it was so. This is Donnie Cates and Elliot Rahal. Mm-hmm. Uh, those guys are hilarious, and and it 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 shows in their books. So I, I read this when I was at Dark Horse. I recommend if you can find this, you know, get it, read it. And like like I said, I mean, Matt and I we we met them at C2E2 last year. Yeah. And I, did you know them before? You knew someone that they knew. You knew- I
0: apparently had done comedy with Rahul at one point. Okay, because he's from Chicago comedy scene, yeah. so we had done a show together.
1: Yeah, so so they're funny guys, they're cool guys, and you know we, we hit it off, like after the show, like not even like not talking business or anything like that.
0: Then um, so, I did again at C two E two this year. <laughs> we yeah. hung
1: out a lot. So I I, I recommend that book. Uh, I don't know if there's anything else you want to talk about. I'm um, going through. Ninjak. The only thing
0: I have here is Back to the Future, and I have not been enjoying that too much.
1: Yeah, it's just been okay. Um, yeah bloodshot reborn
0: yeah, I did not get to read any valiant books this week and I'm really far behind on valiant and I feel like a, a jerk
1: sure. alright let's go to some questions So I don't have a lot of time left here's one from scanner 51 hey comic vine question for you guys I was wondering what Batman books you found to be overrated and what bat books are underrated see I, I almost think killing joke is overrated I was gonna say the exact same thing. I mean, it's good and everything for what it is, but at, at the thing it's like, it's, how good is it? Where it's about, you know, the dark matter. You know, it, it's it may not be necessary. I, I know there's debate. You know, did Joker physically rape Barbara Gordon? You know, some people bring that up. Where I don't think there's any indication that that happened. No, but just a psychological abuse and everything. And then you know, with with Gordon and. So I'll let you know it it's what what I the only thing I really enjoy is a talk between, you know, the whole thing between Joker and Batman about how they're kinda of the same thing and you know they, they both had a bad day, you know, that that whole whole bit there. But but yeah, I mean it's it's good. I just don't think it's the greatest thing. You know, it's it's one of those where people are like like, Oh, you you gotta read this, you gotta love this, and and yeah, it's good, but I, you know, I wouldn't. wouldn't I, do
0: I don't know why people hold that. A lot of people hold that up to be the best Batman story. I completely a thousand percent disagree. I mean, yeah, I could say Dark Knight Returns, but I always go with Long Halloween. Like, I think to me that's like the pinnacle of like what Batman is. Ah. Like, he's a detective.
1: So when I did that Telltale thing, yeah, show thing, one of the questions from the audience was like, "What? What's your like? What Batman stories would you recommend?" Or sorry, and I. Kind of drew a blank like, you know, best Batman story of all time. Or like, what's my favorite Batman story? So you have to watch to see how I answered that. Long I. Halloween. So there's that um, scanner 51. But, but under underrated ones we should talk about too. Uh, underrated. He did mention underrated, right? Yeah. Okay. What's underrated?
0: Um, I always go with uh, I love I don't I don't even remember how it ends, but I love Bruce Wayne murderer.
1: Yeah, I don't remember how that ends. I just remember they did a 10 cent issue.
0: Yeah, it's three trades and it's Bruce Wayne gets framed for murder. So it's it's a very heavy detective story. But I'm also a huge fan of No Man's Land even though it's filled with so much garbage.
1: What was uh when, when did I really like it? I don't I don't think people are, are that crazy about. Is it, it was Grant Morrison? It was uh was it the it wasn't Black Glove, was it? Yeah,
0: Black Glove, where it's. Batman
1: in a Black Glove? It's, it's uh, Fraser Irving
0: doing the art. Um, I think. Uh, That's where his. Guy Major? His father, quote unquote. Returns.
1: No, this is where, it, where they. Yeah, I don't know. Where they go to the island with the, the, the Batman of all nations.
0: Yeah, it's because it's supposedly Thomas Wayne. Uh, I don't think it's
1: Thomas Wayne.
0: I don't know. Well, it, it supposedly was Thomas Wayne.
1: Uh it was J. H. Williams and Tony Daniel did the R. Okay. Let's see. Batman and a group of global heroes go to a Mysterious Island to face a killer. Then Batman relives a defining adventure in the life of young Bruce, the hunt for his parents' killer. There's something about that. I mean, it's it's this was like pre RIP, pre Batman Inc. and all that. But there, mm-hmm. there's something about that story that I just I really liked. And it was you know, I think it was before like Batman and Son or whatever. So it's not the most underrated one, but I, I really enjoyed that. I, I, I'm just horrible. I can't think of things off the top of my head, especially today. Scanner 51 says, overrated for him is No Man's Land. Got it in the library and it couldn't get into it. I think part of that is also it might be a little dated. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you're reading it back then, you might have the nostalgia part of it. Underrated is Batman Year 2. That's a good one. And it has some Alan Davis art, so you, you'll hate it. Uh, it's a story with the Reaper where he also learns. He also teams with Joe Chill and carries okay. a gun to kill his parents. So it, it's a crazy story. Um, now he says, great show. He's off to catch more Pokemon. Good for you. Jesus.
0: I'm be doing that all week.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I saw but, Tony,
0: s- you got to pre- be prepared, man, because San Diego is going to be Pokemon Go crazy.
1: Yeah. And say, boops, oops, here goes your phone. Don't do that. Don't be mean. Well, if people are walking, like, like not walking because they're under stupid phones.
0: I, to be fair, as we know from uh, past experiences, there's no cell phone service
1: at San Diego Comic Con. Yeah. Even my brother, he he Instagrammed a picture. Oh, there's a bee in my car. It's like, oh, not you too, it's dude. Like, it's
0: taking the world by storm. I'm so it's tired so of fun. seeing
1: all these pictures on Instagram like. All these people. Oh, look! Here's here's my buddy passed out, and there's a Pokemon sitting on his butt. Huh? Yeah, eh, it's fun. Who cares? I care.
0: It's just you're you're a It's
1: just uh, it's just it gets annoying, or it's just too much, and yeah. Go Team Instinct. I I saw a report about some girl that got hit by a car because of Pokemon Go. But here's yeah. a, here's a story. The. the I, I, it seems and like it, it's it's her fault. You know, they're they're clear about that. But what the parents are saying that she crossed a road, I think they go into this museum that she normally wouldn't go, she normally wouldn't cross there. But she even said that, you know, she crossed the street, she put her phone away, but she still crossed and then she got hit by a car. So I don't know if there was no crosswalk or what, but it's just and there is another report, so I, I didn't click on the, the link. A couple guys like fell off a cliff. Going, yeah,
0: outside of San Diego.
1: Going after Pokemon. Uh I forward you an email, the next one, because there's yeah, some I'm looking in, at in images what I'm gonna get to. So whatever. You know, that that's but fine. there's also
0: a lot of positive stuff that's happening too as well.
1: Uh I don't know. Uh, yeah, I guess people walking, going out, but
0: now here's the thing. Well I'm there's not... also uh b- <laughs> What? Go ahead.
1: What were you gonna say? There's also Baja... Uh
0: there's also Bahaman. uh Okay, never mind. Let's just go to the next thing.
1: <laughs> no, because I was going to ask. Now, it, let's say there is a Pokemon in the lobby of the, the CBS Interactive building here. Uh huh. Is there only one there? No. Like, is it a race, or if there is one there, eighteen people can come running up and catch the same one?
0: It's based on uh, cell phone services, I believe, with how many people are in a certain area. So, it, not if there if there's one for you, that there might not be one there for someone else.
1: It's. Based on your game, so but in theory, like two people can't get the same one,
0: the same exact one. No, because it only appears on your. It's it's complicated. I'm trying to read up on it. Because it doesn't I've, all make sense. I've heard
1: just like oh, super rare one may pop up here or something. But it's like, is that super rare for everyone? Can ever, anyone get it, or only certain people can get it? So mm-hmm. like, you could be there and you don't see it, but if someone else comes there and they'll see the super rare one. Yeah. I'm, I'm not entirely sure. I've been trying to read up on it, but it's very confusing. Like, are people gonna works? be punching each other, like, before they can hit the capture button, whatever, and then knock knock them out and steal their phone and smash it on the ground so they can mm-hmm. catch a super? See, no, it's, it's just no violence. One's, no one's doing that. They're gonna. You watch. No, they're not. It's gonna be, and this is gonna be an apocalypse. All because of Pokemon Go. All right, here's Scanner51 says, Hey guys, I don't know if this has been talked about yet, but if it has, please chime in. I recently read Rebirth number 1 and got the Superman and Mr. Oz part. So Mr. Oz is a character that Jeff Johns and John Romita came and Jeff Johns John Romita Jr. run. Where there's some dude um when that guy Neil, the other superpowered guy, so there's this guy Mr. Oz, that was just kind of watching over him, and we're like who the heck is this guy? So he pops up in in Rebirth number 1 if you read it you'll remember. Um now some of my friends said it, it's it's I guess this isn't a spoiler because it's speculation but he, they, they say it's Ozymandias. They point yeah. out the Oz part in the name. Okay, I can go for that. Seems reasonable but then I read Multiversity Guidebook and saw someone in there that looks like Mr. Oz. Not me if this is, has been figured out yet. I think Mr. Oz is Superman from Earth 9 aka the Tangentverse. They look alike. They both got big funny looking sticks. Again, I don't know if this has been touched on but as me thinking out loud. If it isn't him, I won't be heartbroken. It would just be cool. Earth-9 folks coming to play on Earth-0. And then you see the cover, you know, he does have the stick. And kind of he has like what could be a, a hood, a gown. I don't know. Maybe. I guess we will have, have to wait and see. Oh, did I skip this? Did we do this one five days ago? Oh, here's one from Nick Haberman. He says, hey, guys, love the podcast. Look forward to each Monday and Friday. A couple questions. Where is Black Bolt during Civil War II event? That's a good question because yeah. he's not an uncanny. And I'm trying to think of what happened to the last uncanny in humans. But you, you would think he would have something to say about Ulysses, you know, even if him and Medusa are having problems. So maybe, maybe he's still to come because it would be weird that he's not, not around. When does DC's Legend of Tomorrow comic series take place? I couldn't tell you because I couldn't get into reading that. I think I think they may just be like kind of like the, the Swamp Thing. Recently, it's just like it just it's just a story. So if you like the characters, enjoy the story. But I, I, I couldn't tell you for sure if it's during New 52 or after Rebirth. Um, how do you think they will go about with the question, the question, and DC's Rebirth? Do you think we'll see the New 52 Mystical Vic Sage merge with the street level Vic Sage? Or do you think Renee Montoya question will be brought back and the New 52 question will be swept under the rug? That's another question. If, if Rebirth is saying that the universe is the same as before, then how do you explain certain things? Uh, especially with, with Vic Sage and the Trinity. What was it Trinity of Sin? Is that what they were? Yeah, Trinity of Sin. I yeah, I don't know. I I have a feeling they'll just sweep it under the rug and just say, "What? What are you talking about?" That, that never happened. Does Nick Fury Jr. know what his dad did what his dad did during original sin? I'm assuming probably since he's with Shield and Shield tries to know everything, maybe. Does he know Nick or is Nick Fury Sr. still on the moon? He just appeared in something recently. Do you remember did you notice read it? Mm-mm. There was some book, someone was on the moon and he was there.
0: Oh, 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 and they said, no, wait, I'm thinking something different. Never mind. It
1: might not have been a totally, completely serious story. Oh, he was just in something. Let's see. What we could do go to Comic Vine, look up Nick Fury, Nick Fury Sr., and wait for the internet to load. Go to recent appearances. Oh, Silver Surfer. That was it. He yeah, last week's Silver Surfer, where he, he was on the moon. And Silver Surfer ran into him, didn't know it was Nick Fury. I don't know if he knows Nick Fury, if they've inter- interacted before. So he is still up there, according to Dan Slott. When is Brian Bucciolato coming back on the show? Um, we haven't really had any guests on the show, um, so I haven't asked him. Um, I'm sure he would do it at some point. He's not busy. Maybe we'll get him on at some point. And a matchup for you all. Who would win in a thumb wrestling match? The Thing or Hellboy?
0: Hmm. The Thing.
1: Hellboy? All
0: right. Got the Fist
1: fist of Doom. Is that what it's called? Hand of Doom. Hand of Doom. Fist of Doom. Keep the great work until Detective Chimp gets the Mobius chair. Make mine, comic mine. Thank you. Okay. Now here's one from D9000. To nine thousand. Okay. Um, this one he actually asked us right after we finished the podcast on Friday, or actually mm-hmm. on Thursday because we recorded early. I think he has sent this one again too. Your post about Kid Flash's new costume had me wondering which live action universe do you think has been doing the best with their superhero costumes? Live action universe. So does that include oh movies and television?
0: Well, just tell of it. Well, because well, you know, then he says, looking at climate. movies
1: and television, MCU is tough to beat with their huge budget. You get really nice costumes, but I could see an argument being made for the DC television universe because they have somewhat more authentic quality. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the CW stuff has been okay. You know, there, there are a lot of you know, practical stuff, a little thing about Arrow, Flash, mm-hmm. you know, have Kid Flash, Jay Garrick, the Legends of Tomorrow people. I mean, th- those seem good. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's hard to compete with the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe just because there's been so many movies. And, yeah. And they have, like he said, more budget. So it, it's, it's, I, I would have to go to Marvel just because they have more and more money. But CW uh, is doing a good job. Also, do you think he'll be called Kid Flash on the show? Barry and Wally don't seem that far apart in age, and this Wally doesn't seem like he'd be partial to the name Kid Flash. What do you think?
0: I don't know. Would do they
1: call him Impulse?
0: I would love to see Impulse, but I I don't I don't I just don't know because with everything going to Flashpoint, it's I just don't know what they're gonna. They're taking a really hard left turn here yeah. <laughs> for this next season, so it's kind of yeah. hard to predict anything.
1: But you know, Wally West did really look up to the Flash before, yeah. he, you know, he, he knew who you know found out anything. So there there could be that aspect of it, and you know, if he kind of like, oh, this guy saved my life, he's such a hero, he's done all those great things, he might go with Kid Flash. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Yeah, maybe they will just call him Flash. It'll be two flashes.
0: Two flashes. One world.
1: Yeah. Uh, and then the last question we have. So this is a slightly shorter podcast, but it's pre-San Diego. Uh, happy Monday. This, did I say who it's from? This is from. No, you didn't. This is from Ken Buckleman.
0: Uh, my kind of neighbor. Mm-hmm.
1: S- he says, happy Monday, gents. So I was walking by a Matt's house the other night and oh, looking God. through the window. I saw him. No, just kidding. Creepy, but creepy can. I hopped the fence because the gate, the wooden wooden gate, and I hopped over and I saw him. No. This is more of a comment than a question. How come when I walk by Matt's? Okay, enough. (laughs) I'm kind of confused. What Matt's doing? What what to make of the current state of Marvel Comics? They seem to be unsure what direction to go with the stories and characters, specifically the core characters. Events come way too frequently and usually don't deliver a constant usually don't deliver, and a constant renumbering has become tiresome. Marvel's putting out some good books, however, such as Black Widow" and Ant-Man." It just seems they are very inconsistent at the moment. I'd like to hear your thoughts. Have a safe trip and good luck in San Diego. Are there too many events in Marvel? What did we have before Civil uh, War II?
0: They have like what two a year right now?
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm trying to think because you know DC was, was had. It's, it's like there's a lot of isolated events, you know, because, like, you know, Dark Side War was an event, essentially, because, you know, you had some tie-in books. You know, there's always Batman events just in the Batman story, and sometimes they trickle out into the other books. Um, Marvel, what was before Civil War 2? What did we just have? That's the problem. I can't even remember. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think if there's been anything more than normal. Like, if anyone is more guilty than the other – and, you know, cause even like apocalypse war where they try to make that event, which is not really an event. It's like three separate stories that
0: I wouldn't call it an event.
1: Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Is, is, is Marvel inconsistent? It all depends on, on how you look at it. I don't see either one being inconsistent. You know, I don't want to like pit Marvel versus DC, you know, which you know people do. And if you like one, one, group of characters over the other. That's understandable, but it it doesn't have to be at the expense of the other ones. I don't, I don't think, um, the renumbering thing. That's just, I think that's just what they do. And, Mm -hmm. you know, they've been doing this for the longest time now for a few years. And I think, I think it's just, you know, different volumes, different creators. It's a way to know, okay, this, this story, this, this story arc is over. Mm -hmm. Now we're going to get someone else coming on. And it is a little weird. Like with, Mark Wade and Chris Somney's Daredevil, where that ended and relaunched and then they're back.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But you know, they they do what they gotta do. And if if it's a way to help sell books, if, if there are some people that, that still prefer that, or if it's a way, an easier way to sell trades, I I'm almost at this point. Again, I've said it so many times. I I would love to have the original numbering, have the big numbers and all that, but if, if constantly renumbering series, if that helps sell books, helps sells trades, helps keep the books in print, you know, helps keep the, the books getting made, I don't care how many times they renumber it, just as long as you know, it's not too confusing where I know, you know which one to read next. I don't know. DC decided to renumber everything themselves too, and, and they don't do it as often, but as I think I mentioned on Friday or something like that, you know, Teen Titans had a renumbering for some weird reason that you know, yeah. wasn't necessary so you know they, they have done it I think there's I don't know if there's something else it it seems like they know what they're doing they're, they're all you know Civil War stuff's happening it's leading into Marvel now you know, the the kind of the landscape's gonna change a little bit so to me I'm not trying to be a Marvel fanboy it, it sounds like they have a direction yeah but maybe other people don't see it that way so there's that All right, that is the podcast for this week. Don't know if we'll do a podcast. We we can maybe do something at San Diego. Most likely can. I think, yeah, I I think in some aspects, or at least one aspect, will be a little less crazy. Actually, a couple aspects will be a little less crazier for us. You know, it'll be easier for us to get to the hotel room to record something. (laughs) And I, I don't think we have as compact of a schedule. You know, we're we're trying to do quality over quantity and yeah. then and having some other people there, too, to cover some other things. So I, I think we can maybe get one in, um, whether we do it Friday or for Monday. I, I have a feeling maybe we should shoot for Monday posting. Yeah. You know, because, like, maybe worse comes to worse, we, we try – recording Sunday night or something. So we should have a Comic-Con podcast. to will let you know what happened, what to look forward to, and what we loved, and all that, that stuff. So if you have questions for us, podcast at comicvine.com. And if you're at the show, hope to see you. If you're not at the show, make sure you check out everything uh, on, on Comic-Vine and GameSpot hand hopefully we'll survive the experience and
0: <laughs> hope you survive the experience
1: yeah so there you go that's it we made it and now it is time for music